Hello and welcome to our channel. Today we'll be discussing the complex relationship between India and Nepal. From historical events to modern-day politics, we'll try to uncover the reasons behind the tension and how it affects both countries. Join us as we explore this topic and gain a deeper understanding of two nations that share a border and a rich culture. So sit back, relax, and let's dive into the fascinating world of India and Nepal. I recently came across a Reddit post that claimed many people in Nepal harbor negative feelings towards India, and that Indians are largely unaware of this fact due to their ignorance. Initially, I believed this sentiment was held only by a select few individuals in Nepal, but after doing some research, I realized that I too had been ignorant about the extent of these feelings. It seems my previous assumptions were unfounded and that many people in Nepal do indeed hold negative views towards India. This realization occurred to me back in 2015. The history of their politics is connected from ancient days of trade and commerce to today's geopolitics and diplomacy. There are different ways to look at the situation and answer one question. One book that sheds light on this issue is, Kathmandu Dilemma, by Sir Ranjit Ray, who was our ambassador to Nepal. He wrote some very interesting incidents in his book. In 2013, during an India versus Afghanistan football match in Nepal, the people of Nepal were cheering for Afghanistan and booing Indian players. In fact, they say that some people of Nepal will support every team that plays against India, even if it is Pakistan. Furthermore, Nepal's people are very proud and nationalist. Last year, our Honorable Foreign Minister said that, Gautama Buddha was a great Indian, which led to protests in Nepal. Their Foreign Minister even made a statement saying, How are you speaking like this? Gautama Buddha was born in Nepal. To understand why there is such tension between these two countries, we need to know a little about Nepal's geography and culture. This is what Nepal looked like 200 years ago, Shimla, Dharadun, and some parts of Bangladesh towards the bottom were all part of Nepal. At that time, there was the East India Company in India, and above Tibet, which at the time was seen as a mystical land. The East India Company needed money, and Pashmina was in Tibet, which sold more expensively in London. However, if you wanted to go to Tibet, you had to go through Nepal, and Nepal refused to allow anyone inside. So, a war started between the British and Nepal that lasted for two years, resulting in Nepal giving a lot of its share to the Britishers. Since then, Nepal has been looking like this till the present. Nepal's population can be divided into three parts, Madheshi, Hill people, and Janajatis. Madheshi people are very similar to Indian people, they speak Hindi, and their culture is very similar. The hill people rule Nepal, the kings are from here, and even today, these people dominate the army and politics. Nepali nationalism and hatred towards India, to some extent, come from these people. Then there are the Janajatis. After the war, the Britishers were so impressed by Gorkha soldiers that they started recruiting them into their army. And from then until now, the Gorkha regiment was a part of the Indian army. When it comes to politics, Nepal didn't have a democracy until 1950, they had kings. But when India got independence and its constitution, the demand for democracy started increasing in Nepal too. Then Prime Minister Nehru supported this demand, and after doing a compromise with lots of our support, Nepal got constitutional democracy. This meant that the king was still there but had to rule a little democratically. Nepal experimented with democracy for 10 years. In fact, there is a rumor that the king of Nepal was ready to make Nepal a part of India, but Pandit Nehru refused it. In 1990, there was a revolution in Nepal, and the king's powers were reduced again. One reason behind this hatred is whenever there is a political revolution in Nepal, India has a part in it. In 1950, 
we helped bring constitutional monarchy to Nepal, and in 1990, we fully supported democratic forces. The hate sentiment in Nepal started from here only. Apart from these arguments, if we look at the situation from Nepal's perspective, no country would like another country interfering in their affairs and politics. After the Jan Andalin. Thank you for watching this video. If you found it informative, please don't forget to like and share it with your friends and family. And if you want to support this channel, consider subscribing and hitting the notification bell to be notified when we post new videos. Also, don't forget to leave your comments down below to let us know your thoughts on India-Nepal relations. Thank you again for watching, and we'll see you in the next video.